Hitler was, by any accounts, a highly unusual man. From humble beginnings, Hitler's dystopic visions and feverish energy catapulted him to the very top of German society. In this position, he pushed Europe into oblivion. But what made the man tick? Some historians claim that Adolf Hitler was psychologically disturbed. The theory goes that Hitler's logic, or lack thereof, can be explained partially through reference to his mental health. To some, insanity is the only way to explain Hitler's insane policies. How else could you? So, let's examine some of the confused or unknown elements to the story of Adolf Hitler. Revelations that might have shaped the man and molded him into the monster. They range from the bizarre to the disturbing, including one theory that focuses on Hitler's testicles, a rare subject matter when studying history. Here are three shocking revelations about Hitler that will change how you see World War II. Welcome to Wars of the World. We all know that Hitler had bizarre ideas about race and the importance of genetics. To him, they mattered a great deal. This account shows how this racist theory potentially became highly important for Hitler, not in just how he viewed the world in which he lived, but his own personal identity. Did you know that when the German army moved into Austria in March of 1938, during the Anschluss of Austria, Adolf Hitler ordered the destruction of a small, strategically unimportant village. He asked the commander of the Werkreis 17 to demolish the village of Dollersheim. All 2,000 inhabitants were subsequently evacuated. Artillery was transported into the area and, having taken up positions, they opened fire. The buildings of the village were reduced to rubble. But the question remains as to why? Well, it turns out there are more interesting reasons than weapon testing, which was the official reason given. The real reason, unknown to the village residents and German army alike, was that Adolf Hitler's father, as well as his paternal grandmother, were buried at the church in Dollersheim. Hitler had only recently learned the circumstances of his family from a Gestapo report. Turns out, Hitler's grandmother, the young Maria Anna Schickelgruber, conceived Hitler's father when working as an unmarried domestic servant in a rich Jewish household. The implications of this, from Hitler's point of view, were disturbing. Could he have a Jewish person as a close relative? And so, when given the opportunity to do so, Adolf Hitler had the entire town, including the evidence-containing graveyard, blown into oblivion. From this story, along with many other convincing indicators, there is a reason to believe that Hitler suffered from intense feelings of repressed guilt, shame, and self-hatred regarding his own origins, blood, personality, and body. Could these feelings, if proven, have played a decisive role in shaping the development of Adolf Hitler 
into the genocide-instigating dictator we know he became. It is an idea with too much potential importance to ignore. Hitler was always anxious about his physical health, and many historians believe he warrants the modern-day diagnosis of hypochondria. This is a condition in which a person is excessively and unduly worried about having a serious illness. The evidence for this is strong. From 1936 to 1945, Hitler placed total faith in his rather dubious physician, Dr. Theodore Morell. Dr. Morell treated Hitler with a plethora of strange medicinal substances, regularly prescribing him to constant and massive doses of glucose, vitamins, stimulants, appetizers, relaxants, tranquilizers, and sedatives. These were usually administered by direct intravenous injections, up to 20 times a day, and their value was questionable to say the least. Many in the Nazi party itself considered Dr. Morell to be a quack, inventing unscientific treatments. With his regular administration of gold foil wrapped vials of methamphetamine, as well as heroin and commercially produced poisons, it is almost certain that they were right. One thing Hitler was especially concerned about was flatulence, and that is not made up. Adolf Hitler, the man who pushed Europe into oblivion, was obsessed with his farts and intestinal health. He was addicted to these anti-gas pills based on atropine and strychnine, both nasty chemicals with serious side effects, pills that Hitler took in large amounts daily. Hitler clearly had deep anxieties concerning his body. Not only did this bizarre consumption of medication day after day indicate a high degree of anxiety and mental distress, but over time they started to have physical effects too. By 1945, Hitler's health had deteriorated severely, and much of that degradation can be traced back to the wacky cures prescribed by Dr. Morell. A third aspect of Hitler, muddied in uncertainty, regards an incredibly pervasive and popular tale surrounding the Fuhrer and his genitals. For those not in the know, it is often commented, half seriously, half in jest, that Adolf Hitler was born with, how to say this, too few coins in his coin purse. The scientific term for this state was monarchism, and at least one book has been written on the subject of whether or not Hitler was affected by it. The notion was perhaps popularized by the troops of the British army, who, marching along and singing to the beat of Colonel Bogey, forever immortalized the idea. I'll leave it to them to do the explaining on this one. Is this nothing more than a joke? A piece of grassroots propaganda? I mean, Goebbels had six children. How did he pull that off with, quote, no balls at all? Perhaps it is false, but perhaps there is also some truth to the matter. Now I know what you're thinking. Why are a man's testicles historically significant, even if that man did happen to be the leader of the Third Reich? 
Well, the stories we tell and the myths that grow around real people are, to a large degree, what history is. The pursuit of truth and what we find along the way may give us insight into Hitler's life and the attitudes and power of, as I called it before, grassroots propaganda. Let's look at the evidence and try and source the origin of Hitler's supposed monarchism. In 1970, Soviet authorities released the text of a supposed autopsy of the late Führer's corpse. This was claimed to have been taken in 1945, following the fall of Berlin to the Red Army and the suicide of Hitler in the Berman Führerbunker. The report said, quote, the autopsy performed by the Red Army pathologists on Hitler's body produced clear findings. The left testicle could not be found either in the scrotum or the spermatic cord, inside the inguinal canal or in the small pelvis." End quote. Some believe the report bears the traces of a KGB plant, while other historians believe this to be genuine. In many ways, the issue remains unresolved to this day. There are accounts existing that both claim the truth and falsity of this tale. Hitler's childhood doctor went on record in 1943 to state that Hitler's manhood was, quote, completely normal. Another doctor claims that they were damaged during the Battle of the Somme, hit by shrapnel from exploding bombs. The truth will likely never be known. However, observations need not stop with physical evidence. Numerous aspects of Hitler's conduct hint at a certain something hidden behind his otherwise demure exterior. He permitted no talk in his presence about even the most mildly sexual matters. He professed revulsion about filth, a term he used to describe a whole range of normal and abnormal activities. To Hitler, sex and sexuality seems to be disgustingly perverse. This would certainly have extended to sexual health, including his own potential monarchism. At each stage of Hitler's life, before his most famous speeches, in anticipation of his most world-changing military actions, Hitler was paralyzed by a pervasive sense of failure. He repeatedly flirted with suicide, and Hitler constantly felt the need to affirm himself. He would say to himself that history, the German nation, or God, or whatever really, that these things had found him verdict or worthy. The idea that he saw himself as deficient, even hating himself, seems fair. And what we've learned of his deep shame surrounding his family history and his extreme hypochondria seems to bear this theory true. But maybe it isn't all that important. Hitler was just a man, and understanding his personality can only go so far when trying to explain the broad social movement that was Nazism in Germany and Europe. The intent of this video isn't to label Hitler one way or another in an attempt to somehow neatly explain, or worse, justify his actions. Nor is it to cast mental health problems, whatever their causes, symptoms, and effects in a negative light. But Hitler was a man filled with hatred. Real hatred too, not the cynical hatred politicians conveniently indulge in when pursuing a political agenda. Towards Jews, Slavs, Communists, people with differing sexual orientations, Romani peoples, and even eventually towards Germany itself, 
Adolf Hitler felt genuine and impassioned hate. It seems possible, even likely, that the origin of that hate derived from Hitler's self-hatred. These revelations about Hitler, his top secret Jewish heritage, his drug-fueled hypochondria, and his potential monarchism, all create a powerful human sense of Adolf Hitler as a man, flawed and individual, rather than just a historical figure. It can be uncomfortable to view the tyrants of history as people rather than monsters, but people, just like you or me, is what they were. Do these revelations change how you feel about Adolf Hitler or his place as a tyrant in history? Please leave a comment with your own thoughts or reactions down below, and remember to like this video and subscribe to support the channel. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you next time.